check. Welcome to another episode of RX Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Richard Waith, and um, I have with me on here uh, Paris Priyadershi. Yes. Uh, I welcome. Thank you for joining. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, and this is a uh, kind of like a little bit of a special episode again. We're actually, I'm, I'm here again at uh, Magellan's. Um, now they're specialty pharmacy. So I previously did some episodes with uh, Magellan with their, um, with managed care um, up in Rhode Island, but now we're in the Orlando facility where the specialty pharmacy is located so um thanks for thanks again for being on here and wanted to give everyone some context and some background on specialty pharmacy um because we don't we don't cover that a lot here and uh you are working in this facility as a pharmacist and i wanted to you know dive into that but first let's start by just you know giving the listeners maybe a little bit of background about yourself sure yeah um like i said uh, my name is uh, paris pedashi and i'm a specialty pharmacist here at the Magellan uh, Specialty Pharmacy in Orlando, Florida. Um, and I have been in the specialty uh, pharmacy field for about five years of my career. Uh, previous to that, I was um, in uh, retail pharmacy. And um, I graduated pharmacy school from uh, St. John's University in uh, New York. And currently I live in Orlando, Florida uh, with my wife and uh, two kids. Nice, nice, cool. So um, are you guys going to Disney a lot? Uh, we do. We have uh, yearly passes for Disney, so we're there often. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. Um, so let's talk about like what is your uh, what is your current role now here? Like, what is it that you're you're mainly doing? So right now, um, I'm a clinical uh, specialty pharmacist. Um, so I, um, but most of the day, we're doing the initial verification on prescriptions, mm-hmm. uh, which we have the term PV one for that, and then the secondary verica- uh, verification, which is uh, PV two. And then also um, checking uh, the clinical information on all the prescriptions that we dispense, make sure um, there's no drug interactions yeah. or any therapeutic uh, um, problems with those prescriptions. Cool, cool. And uh, what is it like? So you've had some background in your, um, you've had some background where you were in community, in the community setting. Yes. And I think some community settings, community settings also kind of have like a P1 kind of P, like PV2 kind of thing almost, but. Is there any like main differences that you would say, like in especially like from the verification standpoint? Uh, from the verification standpoint, um, the the biggest difference I would say is um, a lot of the medications that we do in the specialty pharmacy um, have a lower, um, very small therapeutic um, index. Okay. So it's just to be um, more careful with looking at the dosings and you know a lot of the weight based dosings. Yeah. On medications. So. Okay. And what about like from a, so you got to be extra careful with dosing and um, I'm assuming that there's, what about timing of like verifying a prescription? Like, you know, in a, in a community setting, I could verify a prescription in like, I don't know, a couple of seconds sometimes, right. you know? Yeah. Um, what is that? Is that very similar um, in um, terms of timing? Timing wise, yeah, it does take a little bit longer in the specialty setting because, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of different informations that we're verifying. Um, and then a lot of times we end up, you know, reaching out to the physicians and, you know, double checking dosing and maybe trying to get the patient's weight. And so it does take a little bit longer. Gotcha. Okay. And what about the, I guess like from like an operational standpoint, 
you know, when we're when we're in the community setting, we know that a prescription kind of gets dropped off. Um, you know, it, uh, you know, you start typing it and then it goes directly to the pharmacist. They uh, verify to fill. What are some operational differences from when you get a, pre like, how do you even get prescriptions? Like, how does a specialty pharmacy even get a prescription in? And then what does the course of that prescription kind of look like? Sure. So um, most of our prescriptions are either um, electronically sent to us or um, we also get them by, by fax and then also by verbal orders. Um, there is some states uh, that we actually get written prescriptions from where some of the control medications um, have to be on a written prescription. Mm -hmm. So we do get those in the mail as well sometimes. But uh, so the beginning of it um, is our intake department. They take in the prescription, they get the initial prescription, and then they set up the patient's profile. Um, they verify all the information on the prescription, um, and they try to get the diagnosis codes as well from the physician's office. Mm -hmm. um, and then it moves to the data text where they do the data entry of that prescription. And then it goes to the billing uh, team. And then they'll you know, build the insurance, try to get uh, patients on patient assistance programs if they're available. And then it comes to the pharmacist for the initial check, which we call the PV-1. Mm -hmm. um, and once we do the PV-1, um, customer service uh, agents and the new prescription outreach um, team, they reach out to the patient if it's getting delivered to the patient. Um, and then if there's drugs that are getting delivered to the physician's office, they reach out to them. Mm -hmm. um, and then they collect the copays, um, and then the prescription moves to the filling queue. Um, and then the technician, pharmacy technicians will fill from that queue, and then it'll come back to the pharmacist for the final verification process. Yeah. And uh, once we complete that, it goes to our FedEx team and UPS team to ship it out. Cool. Is there a lot of um, is there a lot of delays in filling a prescription in specialty like uh, maybe like prior authorizations is that like a huge problem in the space? Some yeah we get a good amount of uh, prescriptions that are um, needing prior authorizations so those are um, you know those do get delayed. Yeah, and do you have so one verifying pharmacist? Are they also taking care of? Prior authorizations and all that stuff as well, or how does that how does that dynamic play right. out? In the so the prior authorizations are uh, usually the it's the billing team that that takes care of that, um, and then um, it goes to the to the insurance part after that. So. Okay. Oh, so you have a whole separate department that deals with billing. Yeah, billing. Yeah, yeah okay. they have a, they have their own department. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because it's probably that like crazy of. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of nuances to, you know, the specialty um, billing and trying to get the patient assistance as well, because a, a lot of times the copays are exorbitant. Yeah. Um, and they try to help out the patients, trying to get, get the patient assistance. That helps the patients a lot. Gotcha. And I think that when you're in, when you're in such a large, um, you know, organization such as Magellan, it seems like, you know, everyone kind of has their own role, like in, throughout the pharmacy. Um, whereas if you're in a community setting, you are very, you're wearing a bunch of different hats, right? You know? um, being in your role, is there a lot of patient-facing interactions that you have, or is that is there a whole other team that deals with that specifically, or where does um, patients kind of come into your so, life? Um, anytime they have any clinical questions about their medications, um, that's when we get to interact with the patients, mm -hmm. um, and it's over the phone. Okay, gotcha. Um, but... But is there, is that, do you also get a lot of uh, interactions with patients or are you mostly 
We do get a yeah. we do get a good amount of um, patients that have questions about their therapy and yeah. um, other relevant clinical questions. Cool, cool. Okay. Let's see. So, what would you say is like being that? What would you say is the biggest difference maybe between community pharmacy versus like like what is like a real clear like wow or, or even maybe a difference that you didn't expect? Yeah, that like I, I think the biggest difference is you know you don't actually see the patients. Okay. Um, and you know you're you're filling these people's medications, and then you know you it's basically just interact with them over the phone. Yeah, um, I'd say that's probably the biggest difference. Okay, as far as you know, dealing with patients, interacting with them. Which sounds like there's not a lot of distractions. Right. Yeah. Right, that's that's well. yeah, yeah. That's community pharmacists. You're basically wearing all the hats. So mm -hmm. you're you know running a, basically running all the queues and looking at all those information. So yeah, it is definitely. Lot more time to spend on like clinical work yeah. in the specialty pharmacy than in the community. And what what would you say is like your favorite part? I guess like what do you love the most about being in specialty pharmacy specifically? Yeah, I like the clinical aspect of it, uh, where we actually get to look at the clinical um, information on prescriptions and patients. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And what what was probably like the most challenging part? Like what's um, the challenging part. Like, what, what do you what do you not like the most about it? There, there isn't anything I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like all that all yeah. aspects of specialty pharmacy. But what's like the hard like if, if someone if you're telling you know if you're training someone you know into the space and letting them know about what your day is like, what are you telling them is probably like the hardest part of the job? Um, I would have to say a lot of the, uh, I would have to probably say trying to explain some of the things to the patients. Um, okay. That is probably the most challenging part um, where they have a lot of questions about about why why the medication hasn't been approved yet or mm -hmm. um, if it does need a prior authorization that they've been, sometimes they've been waiting for a while to get that prior authorization. So. Yeah. So communicating the patients are or it's a challenge there? That's, yeah. Are they, do they get really... Um, do they get really curious to like really dive deep into like the how the medications work? Because a lot of times when you look think about a specialty medication, because of everything that goes along with it, there's probably is there are patients more likely to ask a lot more deeper, tougher questions to the pharmacist? They do, yeah, yeah. they do. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, and then how did you how did you get like to your position? Like, how did you? Because some wonder like how do you go from being a you know community pharmacist to into specialty, so like, specialty. Yeah, what's your story there? Yeah, so uh, I mean, I I worked at the community at, at as, as a community pharmacist right out of school, um, and um, about five years ago, I started you know seeing a lot of specialty medications um, getting approved by the FDA and stuff, and that that kind of wanted me to go into that direction because um, there's was a lot more of what I went to school for actually to yeah. to use that information. Yeah. To help with patients and stuff. So what did you do? Like, so you saw that, like, this is what I want to do. Like, so how did you, like, what Yeah, so I, I just started applying for uh, specialty pharmacy positions. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I ended up uh, getting hired at uh, Prime Therapeutics. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started off there as a specialty pharmacist. Cool, cool. Were you uh, doing any sort of, like, background in terms of, like, learning, like, about specialty? Or, um, or were you just, like, straight out applying? Or how, how did... 
Um, I, w- I was, I mean, I would do like anytime there was continuing education available on specialty medications, I would always try to get those. Um, so that was a good way for me to learn about these medications. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you do see some in the retail setting, but not as not all, not all those medications. So yeah, that was a good learning experience for me. Yeah, cool, cool, okay. So if you if you were, let's say you we we turn back the clock and you went back to school. Yeah. And you knew that specialty is going to be a huge, uh, it's going to be like a huge uh, field and industry. Right. What would you do differently, like in school, to get like to this point? I would probably go if I had if I could go back, I would maybe try to do a residency in specialty pharmacy. Yeah. Um, that I think would have gave me a lot more information. Yeah. Okay. Coming out of school. So definitely a specialty and yeah. now because there's specialty pharmacy, and I feel like there's. Because there's different niches in specialty pharmacy as well, right? right? Yeah. Would you look for anything specific in terms of like what that residency would look like? Yeah, I would probably do something that has stuff to do with the uh, infusion setting because um, I feel like that's an area that I don't have a lot of knowledge in, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that I would like to learn more about. Inf- so the infusion, so the residency around infusion. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what about? Um, like resources and things like that. Like, are you, what resources do you normally use for whether it be clinical or just maybe the industry and specialty, um, anything that comes to mind? I use clinical pharmacology. Okay. That's, cool. um, that's one of the bigger ones um, that yeah. I use. So. ClinPharm? Yeah. What about, are you, uh, a lot of times, you know, people want to get news and they like subscribe to different things about, you know, the industry that they like. Are you, is there anything that you're subscribed to that you get a lot of information from that's helpful? No, no, not really. Not no. getting like news to your phone. <laughs> no, so you, when you come to work, you work. But when you're outside, that's it. Right. You just leave it all. Exactly. Leave it all here. Okay, good. <laughs> I feel that's awesome, man. So, what about if there's a? Um, now we talked about like you went back to school. Um, like if if you went back to school, you would do a residency. Right. But what would you tell your, you know, what would you tell yourself if you were in community pharmacy and you're like. Uh, I really want to go into specialty, but like I, I want to do, I want to take a lot of different steps to get there. What else would you do? Like, what, what advice would you give now to community pharmacists? Like, they're like, I want to do something more. I want to change my field and go into specialty. What advice would you give to them? Yeah, I would tell them the same thing if they can go get a residency, maybe. Yeah. Before jumping into, I think that would help them a lot to lessen the learning curve once yeah. they get into specialty pharmacy or any other fields basically it's hard man a lot of people they would be like ah, yeah they don't go. they don't want to yeah they don't want to sacrifice that time to go back yeah. to school yeah yeah but you think it would be worth it i think it would be worth it yeah 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 that's interesting yeah. cool well um any what do you think about the industry like as a whole i mean i guess maybe what are the niches that you've seen also so you talk about infusion are there any niches in specialty pharmacy that you know about that maybe something that uh, a student or a pharmacist can like look into more I think, I mean, I've seen infusion, um, and there's, I feel like maybe like a chemotherapy um, drugs okay. as well. Um, I don't know if there is a residency for that, but that would probably be something because I think there's a big, big feel for that. Okay, so like oncology is getting huge. Yeah, that industry is yeah, growing a lot. Oncology, yeah, yeah. I think oncology is probably going to be a space where. I mean, they're talking about like, you know, eventually, you know, people are looking at cures and stuff like that. But I think even in the meantime, I mean, the amount of uh, drugs being developed um, in that space is huge and, you know, definitely a good niche for people to look into. Yeah. So. Parrish, thank you so much um, for your time. Um, I really do appreciate it. 
uh, what, what's the best way kind of for people if they want to connect back with you, um, you know, just to reach out, what would be the best way? For sure. Them to yeah. Best. Out? Yeah. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, best way would be through my email, okay. uh, which is uh, Priyadarshi P at MagellanHealth.com. Okay. And I'll link that up in the show notes. Um, sure. Uh, as we do with all, all the emails and uh, information that we talk about, I'll try to link it into the uh, show notes um, as uh so people can get access to because people are driving sometimes. Like yeah. you can't write down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, of course. So um, cool. Um, any anything else you want to leave the listeners with? Uh, no, I, I mean I enjoy working at Magellan. I yeah. think it's a great company to work for. Yeah. And they let me, you know, do my um, my job and I, I feel fulfilled doing my job here. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. That's great to hear. Cool. Well, again, thank you for being on. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, everyone. First of all, thank you so much uh, for being a listener, for being a subscriber and taking in all the content that we're putting out. And, uh, you know, if you haven't subscribed yet, definitely make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on any of your favorite social media platforms, um, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, We're on all those. And until next time, see you over the counter. Pharmacy.